What is going on, my guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to Whatever, the show where I talk about whatever. My name is Jolly Old Saint Nick, and we are exactly one week until Christmas. Well, from the time of this episode coming out, it's currently December 17th, and it's one week until Christmas Eve. And I know a lot of people don't really do stuff on Christmas Eve, they wait till Christmas Day. But there are a lot of people that celebrate on both days. Like, I spend Christmas Eve with my family, and I usually spend Christmas Day with my wife's family. But whether you celebrate Christmas or not, a lot of people have memories around this time of year. You know, there's a lot of good, bad, mediocre stuff that happens around the Christmas season. And that is the topic of today's episode. More specifically, I'm going to be sharing my best and my worst Christmas memories. Uh, but before I get into all that, I just want to remind you that my friends over at Squadcast are still doing their scavenger hunt until the end of December. I will put the link to the contest page in the description. But basically, you do you go there, you do these tasks, and you can earn points. And there's a lot of cool prizes you can get. Even the grand prize, which is up to $5,000 worth of podcast equipment. So, if you really want to go for that grand prize, whether you're a podcaster or you know somebody in your life that does podcasts... You know, it might be worth a shot. And there's even constellation prizes for, pe- for people who just, you know, interact with it. So, yeah, go to their page, enter Scavenger Hut, it's a great time. But, with all that being said, let's get into my best and my worst Christmases. Alright, kiss, kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy holidays. Alright, so since this story is kind of shorter, I'm going to start things off with my best Christmas memory. Now, let's rewind. Back to the year 2015, uh, I had just gotten into a new relationship with the woman who I now call my wife, and we were talking about, you know, Christmas. Beforehand, we were talking about how to do Christmas. We're like, oh, we're gonna do this with my family, and then I'm gonna do stuff with her family. So, Caitlin was really worried. She was really stressing out about, you know, meeting my family for the first time. And understandable, because my family, there's a lot of us. Uh, but she was really stressed out about it, so she decided to make this checksmith thing for my family's Christmas. And if you don't know what it is, it's kind of hard to explain, and I forget all that's in it. But it's basically checksmith and uh, some different spices and everything. It's actually a pretty good like snack type deal. So she made that up, and we brought it to Christmas. And we get there, and <laughs> there's actually a funny story that when we get there, uh, I'm introducing Caitlin to everybody, and we're in the garage because how my grandma does Christmas, there's stuff inside the house. Like, all the food is usually inside the house, and that's where all the presents go. And then from the house, there's a deck, and then the deck connects the house to the garage. And there's tables in the garage where a lot of us eat, too, because there's a lot of us, and, you know, we have to expand out to the garage. And my grandpa has an industrial heater in there. I say industrial because it's literally just this giant silver tube with a big haunted flame in it uh but anyway we're in the garage you know i'm with caitlin i'm introducing her to people you know people who don't know her yet 
obviously my parents and my uh, my little sister know her already. And I'm I might be forgetting the year on this, but we're we're just talking whatever. My grandma comes in the garage and she pats my stomach and she's like, "Oh, you've been feeling them good, huh?" You know, talking to my wife. And without hesitation, my sister from across the garage, she was like, "Grandma, don't you fat?" She's such a little asshole, and I love her so much. Uh, but anyway, with the checksmith, you know, we obviously brought the checksmiths into the house with the rest of the food. And we're kind of hanging out later after presents or whatever. And my Aunt Vicky, who's actually my godmother, who's also my godmother, I should say, uh, she just tried some. And she turned around, she's like, who brought the checksmiths? And I was like, uh, she did, you know, pointing to my wife. And I'm sure, I'm sure Taylor was just like, don't fucking single me out like that. And <laughs> she, uh, so yeah, I told her that Caitlin made it. And Vicky pauses for a second. And she's like, I liked her. Keep her. <laughs> and, you know, I made I made good on that promise because we ended up getting married. Uh, so yeah, that was just, that was the moment, you know, my family really accepted my wife, you know, accepted Caitlin into the family. Which was good since we got married in 2017. And yeah, that's my ultimate best Christmas memory. I can't remember anything else that would have qualified for that. But I think the reason that's my best Christmas memory is because obviously, you know, I introduced my whole family to the person that would end up, you know, I would end up marrying. And it was just a very special moment. It was it was a really great time. And I just I really love being there. All right, so now let's go on to the worst Christmas memory. Now, this is going to be kind of a sad story, but I'm going to try my best at the end to, you know, lighten the mood. But it's going to be really sad. Uh, So, now let's go on to 2017. Now, I know a lot of people made a meme about 2017 being a bad year. But personally, for me, 2017 was a really good year. Like, a lot of good things happened, you know, work was going really well, obviously I got married in 20, in October of 2017, and that was just a big highlight, like, a lot of good things happened, I did a lot of really cool things with friends, it was, it was a great time all around, uh, but, and like I said, I got married in October of 2017, so let's move on to November of 2017, all of a sudden, one day, I get news that my grandpa ended up in uh, urgent care thing for his kidneys. And I was like, all right, that sucks, but it sounds like he's doing okay. And then we went to visit him, and he seemed to be doing fine. Uh, fast forward towards the end of November, we get notified that it's getting worse, and they didn't know how much longer he had. Mm. They didn't really word it like that, but basically, they mentioned... They mentioned the phrase, making him comfortable, which if you've been through this at all, you know, making someone comfortable in that sense basically means, you know, get them, you know, they're ready to kick the bucket, basically. And there was a slim chance that McGrepa was going to pull through, but ultimately we were just, you know, expecting it any day. So we were expecting them just to go any day. And what I was not expecting was Christmas Eve of 2017 
to wake up to a text from my mom telling me that my grandpa had died. Uh, I should clarify, this is my grandpa on my mom's side, because I had two sets of grandparents, my mom's side and my dad's side, and this is on my mom's side. But yeah, I woke up on Christmas Eve to a text that Grandpa Russell had passed away. Uh, the thing about Grandpa Russell, now he is actually the reason for my middle name, because my middle name is Russell, because his first name is Russell. And they lived on a farm. And there was a lot of good memories from, you know, on their farm. Because while they were, like, Bible-humping people, like, they're very Christian, they ultimately, you know, just, you know, wanted everyone to get along. They just wanted everyone to have a good time. And, yeah, my grandpa was a really, you know, really good guy. And, yeah, I wake up on Christmas Eve of 2017 to a text saying that he had died. So, after Christmas Eve, uh, we went down there, obviously, for the memorial and uh, the funeral and everything. And it was, you know, it just, it really sucked because, like I said, 2017 was a really good year for me up to that point. Like, like it was almost like getting on a roller coaster and everything just going up and 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 getting to the top of the hill. And then all of a sudden finding out my grandpa died on Christmas Eve, just plummeting. And I was just, I was not in a good headspace during that time. Uh, so yeah, we went down for the funeral and everything. And the actual service, now, the service was a little weird because down where they lived in, you know, the middle of farmland and everything, they went to a church called, uh, what was it, Westboro Baptist Evangelical Church. No, I don't think it was Westboro. It was it was named something else, but it was an evangelical church. It was a very old church, too. Like, it was definitely built in early 1900s and has just, you know, managed to stay up since. But, yeah, it was an evangelical church. And, you know, we're all there, and I'm saying hi to people that I really don't know, but they know me because I'm the grandson, you know? And during the service, you know, everything, you know, obviously we're all emotional. It's very sad. Uh, but the one thing that kind of ticked me off, and it was weird, was, you know, the pastor is there giving a spiel and everything. And he's talking about my grandpa. And one of the things he says was, Russell was a sinner. And I was like, the fuck do you just say? Like, I just almost, I almost wanted to punch the guy. Because, I mean, I know that's part of his, his spiel and everything. That's part of the evangelical thing. But I was like, dude, you're just a straight up you know, religiously talking shit about my grandpa after he died. And it was, <clears throat> that was just really weird. But now t moving on to uh, my grandma, Charlotte. Now they were married for a while. Now to give you some backstory on both of them, I think I already mentioned that my grandpa Russell was a farmer for most of his life. And uh, my grandma, Charlotte at one point, you know, in her, in her youth, she was a telephone operator. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen the old movies where somebody will go up to one of those old style phones and they'll be like, operator, can connect me to this person. And then they'll be like, one moment, please. And you'll see the people connecting different tubes into holes. That was what my grandma Charlotte did. She was one of those uh, operators. But they were, they've been married, you know, for a long, long time. 
they were married for a long, long time, and she is currently 93, and uh, Russell, Grandpa Russell, when he died, I believe he was 95. Um, but yeah, the whole upside, you know, after Grandpa Russell's death, is that my grandma Charlotte, you know, she's she's doing well for herself, because she knows that Russell would want her to, you know, continue living, and, you know, be happy, and be active, and just, you know, love everyone, and keep going. And that's what she's been doing, and now, she's <laughs> she's actually gotten kind of sassy in her old age. Uh, she, like I said, she's currently 93, and she looks really good for 93. Uh, I actually saw her just last month, or it was her last, I don't know if it was last month. It was recently, but we went to one of the small uh, bars down there. It's Well, not really a bar, it's like a tiny restaurant with a bar attached to it. And met there with her, uh, my uncle Lowell, and his kid. And, you know, just had a good time. Just talked there. I talked to my grandma. I had to talk a little loud because she's kind of hard of hearing. <laughs> but that was also... No. My grandma is hard of hearing, but my gra- grandpa Russell was worse. You pretty much had to yell for him to hear you. But, no. Grandma Charlotte, she's doing really well for herself. And there is one thing you know, thinking about, talking about all this that is sticking in the back of my mind right now. And it's the fact that, you know, obviously I grieve in a different way than a lot of people. A lot of people cry. But uh, one thing that, and, and I know my grandpa, Grandpa Russell believed this too, but, you know, my whole thing that gets me through life, it gets, you know, makes it a little easier to get through life is reminding myself that, yes, you know, everyone's got to die someday. No one can live forever. Everybody's got to die someday. But it's important to appreciate and cherish every moment that you're alive because you're definitely not guaranteed tomorrow. And I just, I hate those people that are like, oh, you know, live life to the fullest. Treat every day like it's your last. That's a horrible way to look at it. Just cherish every moment. Just appreciate everything in your life. Because, like I said, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. You never know what tomorrow can bring. And it's like with my Grandpa Russell. Like, you know, you know, you wake up one day and he's gone. Or I, I woke up on Christmas Eve and he was gone. So yeah, that's why I think it's so important to cherish every moment that you're alive. Because you never know what tomorrow can bring. Uh, but yeah, even though Grandpa Russell's death was really sad, it definitely made me, you know, value, you know, value life a little more. And especially knowing he would want us to be happy is, you know, what keeps me going. And it's just, yeah, I mean, obviously it was sad, but then again, I know he's watching us from the afterlife or whatever, and just, you know, proud of everything that we've done. So, Grandpa Russell, I'm putting this out in the ether. Uh, Grandpa Russell, obviously I still miss you, but thank you for everything in life that you've done, for not just for me, but raising my mother and everything. It's just, I'm so thankful. (laughs) Um, Sorry to kind of have this end towards a sad like a sad note but that's uh, the both the Christmas stories I have but what I really want to know 
is what are your guys's best Christmas stories or worst Christmas stories or just you know best and worst memories of this time of year uh, let me know on social medias but the link will be in the link tree in the description also in the description like I said will be the link to go to the Squadcast scavenger hunt uh, also on the description there's the voice message link and the link to support the podcast uh, with that being said that's going to be the end of this, end of this episode sorry kind of ended on a like a sad note there but you know it's it's gonna be okay guys it's really gonna be okay like i said you know cherish every moment because you guys are very important to me and i i just i want to see the best for you guys and i just i want you guys to be happy and i hope hoping i hope that me doing this every day is doing that for you because i really want you guys to you know i want to you know, I'm your friend. I'm your pal. You can always find me for stuff. Uh, <laughs> but with that being said, that's going to be the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys drank plenty of water during this. I definitely need some water right now because my throat is dry. Uh, you know, stay hydrated. Get vaccinated. Uh, if this is the last episode you hear before Christmas, Merry Christmas. And, as always, I will see you guys in the next one. Adios!